the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Friday night, but it's not just any Friday night, my babies. It is Friday before a holiday weekend. And it's not just any holiday weekend. This is one of those weekends in which we get to celebrate and honor the best of the United States of America. And that is those who not just volunteered to fight for our freedoms and to battle those that want to deny us our freedoms around the world, but those who gave all in their service. All give some, some give all. And this is a Memorial Day weekend in which we honor them. But you know what? Our friend Gretchen Smith had a good comment last night when she was here for CodeOfVets.com that what a better way to honor those that gave their their lives for our freedoms than to take care of the veterans that we currently have with us who, who gave many uh, of life and you know didn't give all but they gave some as well as the fact that we continue to fight every day for our freedoms as civilians even if we didn't wear the uniform and so you know that we fight for our freedoms every day here on the andrea k show i also want to remind you and to honor our, the, our, our servicemen and women by thinking about going to codevets.com. As Gretchen said last night, no gift is too small. And we've got too many of our veterans suffering, can't pay bills, faced with evictions and more. So if you've got it in your heart and if you've got a few bucks to share instead of maybe a latte, maybe if you can go to codevets.com and make a little donation and take care of one of our military heroes. Lecture over. Let's go have some fun, shall we? Because we've got it's Friday. So we've got Bob Walters is going to be here with his education segment. Everybody's talking education these days and what's happening in our schools. Bob was the first to do it. And so he is going to be here with his weekly wrap up on everything you need to know about that. I got tons of articles here to talk with with my man. Every one of them is kind of a contender for hero and a whole lot of stink. Stink. If you've got a nominee for hero uh, or stink of the week, uh, give us (laughs) stink of the week. I'm in a mood. Stink of the week. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Speaking of my man, it's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. President Reagan, very right. But you shouldn't, uh, you know, poo-poo on Ed's wink like that. I mean, he, he loves doing the <laughs> what you need to know segment. Come on, Andrew. Exactly. Yeah, that's no stink. The wink ain't a stink. It's good. Shout out good to... Good stuff. That's right. Shout out to Brother Ed Martin. Y'all need to listen to him. Uh, you go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, Ed Martin, um, Pro-America Report, and listen to his podcast if you can't uh, hear him when his show airs here. Um, one of my contenders for Hero of the Week is Lieutenant Governor... 
uh, McGeehan, I think is how she pronounces her name, is Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeehan, while Governor Republican, while Republican Governor Brad Little was out of town, she decides, he's out of town for like a day or two. I mean, dude barely made it out the door before she decides to write an executive order banning any mask mandates in the state. Job well done. <laughs> well, let me remind you, in Idaho, they're separate. Uh, they, they, their campaigns are run separately. They're elected separately. So it's she's not a lieutenant in the form of his flunky, right? So she's empowered. So she steps in as the sitting governor, and she decided to exercise her power. Can we and get her here in California? I, I know, right? But then he gets all mad, right? So he comes back and he says, the action that took place while I was traveling this week is not gubernatorial. The action that took place was an irresponsible, self-serving political stunt. It was Trump-like babies. It was something Marjorie Taylor Greene would do. It was somebody saying, you know what, dude? I've got the power while you're out of town and I'm going to return some freedoms to the people because this, right now, here we are. I mean, even New York City has removed the mask mandates, but we got this dude who says he's a Republican and he's still got mask mandates happening in the state. It'll really show his true colors to see if he at this point. OK, now he's kind of vocalized it. But if he pulls that back, that'll tell us everything we need to know about him. Well, he's accusing her of an abuse of power. But the fact that he did it, he he repealed a ban on mask mandates says everything you know about about him. One of the reasons why this is Trump like is because it exposed him for the tyrannical rhino that he is. Oh, that's right? what I mean. So he rolled that back. Yeah, he rolled it back. Okay, well then he's a rhino. Exactly, right? She's running against him, by the way. She has already declared that she was running against him. Um, I heard an interview with her. We should reach out to her. I heard an interview in which somebody asked her, I think it was on Newsmax today, was like, things a little tense in the around the office? <laughs> and she's like, you know what? It's been tense for a year because I never believed in any of these mandates from the jump. And it was crap that this dude runs as a Republican and then he's basically governing like, you know, New Salini. My words, not hers. Um, okay, so that's, so she's a nominee of mine for here of the week as the lieutenant governor governor oh, I already have my stink i'm still mulling over a hero all right okay well then you you can mull over that he's in contention governor little who republican who repealed her ban on masks he's in contention for stink i'll just say right now stink of the week for me is john cena it's not going to change okay all right i used to be a huge john cena fan and unless he okay. comes out and reverses things i already forgot about him let me tell you who my my stink is it's it's fauci we all know now, uh, we've had a whole week of admissions about um, Fauci and others that, yeah, this could have come out of the lab, which means it did come out of the lab. Um, at first, him lying and saying that no money had gone to the lab. Then it was, well, it, it, it went to the lab, but it really didn't go for gain of function. Dude, tell the truth. Right. Well, you know, here's the truth. He told the truth in 2012. Here's what, what emerged today. Uh, an interview with him uh, in 2012. Um, discussing gain-of-function research. And, and to remind you of the definition of gain-of-function research, it's when scientists extract viruses from the wild, like a bat, and they engineer them to infect humans in order to uh, study potential therapeutics. What this definition doesn't really do is that when they extract it and when they manipulate it, they actually enhance. That's what gain-of-function means. They're enhancing its ability to become infectious, right? Be- because, be- because in order to... It, 
the purpose of doing that, they're able to better study it, study it. But but in, in 20, but it's very dangerous, right? Incredibly dangerous to do this. I've read some reports that I couldn't verify that the other day that Fauci had actually described at one point that they that gain of function had actually taken one virus and magnified it to like a, a 15, its mortality rate would be 15%. Think about that. Think about think about a, a virus deadly enough to kill 15% of the population. That's a huge number, right? That's what can happen with gain of function. Now, let me read a quote from him in 2012 discussing gain of function. In an unlikely but conceivable turn of events, uh, this was a question him. No, he, this is what he wrote. In an unlikely but conceivable turn of events, what if that scientist becomes infected with the virus, which leads to an outbreak and ultimately triggers a pandemic? Fauci wrote in a paper reported on by The Australian. Scientists continuing to quote, scientists working in this field might say, as indeed I have said, that the benefits of such experiments and the resulting knowledge outweigh the risks. So we know that our taxpayer money went. Well, actually, we know that the the CEO of Moderna, right? She was married to the dude who funded. She's current CEO of Moderna, right? Her her ex husband funded the, the the is best friends with Xi Jinping or whatever his name is, and funded the Wuhan lab. That's who's got the virus. We know that the taxpayers funded the lab. We know gain of function was being done. We know Fauci has lied about it. We know that he supports gain of function and believes that it's worth the risk of a pandemic. Which is, I mean, any question to you, Skins, that that's exactly what happened here? I mean, this should tell everybody everything they need to know. I mean, right. it's, 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 the dots are easily connectable. Right. So there was gain of function happening with Fauci's blessing and your money. Exactly what he says that he thinks the risk is, it has happened, that he thinks the benefits outweighed the risk. This has caused a pandemic. He lied from the jump about it back in January when he, he bashed Trump when Trump in January 2020, when Trump did a travel ban from China. He told you then don't go take that cruise. In February, he was saying you don't need a mask. Right. Then all of a sudden he comes out and says, then all of a sudden he comes out with Dr. Burks and says 20 million people will die if we don't shut down the country. Then he lied and killed Americans by lying and saying that there was no therapeutics, there was no treatment and no cure. And everybody had to had to stay locked into their homes and businesses destroyed until we got a vaccination. And then even then the vaccination wasn't going to be wasn't going to be enough because then there were going to be variants. So then we're going to have to have booster vaccinations. If you believe the number that almost 600,000 Americans died from this, probably about 84% of that, or if not close to 90%, could have been, could have been um, prevented through uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and beyond. This was evil in terms of gain-of-function research, and it has been entirely evil, everything that this man has done. Under, and, and I haven't even gotten into the fact because we're running up against the clock into the overall ideology behind all this that involves George Soros, that involves the Gates Foundation. I haven't begun to think about or, or whether or not I want to report on uh, uh, something that I'm hearing more about, which is the ultimate goal and all of this, something called transhumanism. I'm going to do some study of that over the weekend, and then I'm going to think about whether or not that's something that, that I want to get into next week. We're going to take a break. We come back. we got more here on The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. The 
sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in Bob Walters, I got to tell you guys, did you see... <laughs> Kamala Harris today. First time a woman has spoken at the graduation of Annapolis. I don't know if you had a chance to watch this video, Skins. Check it out if you can. I mean, first of all, I mean, the reason why she didn't make it past the first debate is because this is a woman with as much charisma as a wet sponge that's been left on the sink too long Please and it's moldy and stinky. Sponge that way. <laughs> so she, but so she goes there today and she thinks she, she thinks she's so charming. Her cat, Hillary Clinton is more charming than this woman. Right. You know, I might even say I'm not joking when I say this. Joe Biden might be mo- more charming. He might, um, you know, and that you know what he is. Let's just say. So she goes there today and she tries to tell part of the reason why she bombed is because she's Kamala Harris and she has no charisma. And the other reason why she bombed is because she's there in front of these. I, I my my bestie's son is second year at Annapolis. I know the hell that these men and women go through physically alone just to be able to get there. Sure. These are the toughest of the toughest. And her graduation speech to them is about um, telling cadets to use wind energy for combat power and then she tells some awkward thing about you know ask any marine today would she and by the way if you're talking to a group of marines go with the he first would she carry 20 pounds of batteries or rolled up solar panel I'm positive she would tell you a solar panel let me tell you I'm the daughter of two marines uh, one of which gave me the Marine t-shirt I'm going on right now. And if you were to, my jarhead daddy right now is rolling over in his grave at any conversation about him as a Marine carrying a solar panel. He'd be like, lady, talk to me about my gun or whatever that I'm carrying. Don't exactly. be right. All right. Anyway. Speaking of education, I'm certainly uh, I'm certain that my buddy Bob Walters has much better stories to tell on this week's education segment than anything about and Bob has Kamala charisma. Harris. What's that? I said, and Bob has charisma. He Bob does have charisma. In fact, his segments are starting to become the comedy, <laughs> the comedy segment Get of the ready week. Ready rim shot. <laughs> hey, Bob Walters, welcome back, my friend. Thanks. Good to be here. So, what you got for us this week? Hopefully, you got a lot better to tell us about than Kamala Harris at Annapolis. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I, I got two things that came up this last day or two, which kind of shocked me, showing how bad the corporate America is putting us into the rabbit hole. Kellogg sexualizes cereal boxes under the name of Together. They still got their name, the little print on top, but the big print on the box is Together. And it, it, it's designed to indoctrinate kids before breakfast. Their new Together with Pride is sexualized messaging intended to warp kids' minds into becoming transsexual. And they, give, and they, and they even said they, said they would give $3 for every box sold in the coming months to the LGBT movement. Wow. So now they're they're not just trying to indoctrinate kids because you know how it was. I, I was never a huge cereal you know eater as a kid. That wasn't my jam. But most kids they sit there and they look at that. They look at the box right when they're when they're eating their cereal and there would be you know little you know puzzles on the boxes or so. I mean they're literally you know going as young as they can and trying to recruit children into transgenderism because I've seen a picture of these boxes and it's like which pronoun do you want to 
go with? Do you want to go with they or them? I mean, this is literally trying to recruit children into transgenderism. This is not about a child uh, getting to live the life uh, that is uh, that is you know their true self. This is literally tr- uh, you know recruiting into into transgenderism. It is. It's a shame, but not to be outdone. Lego has launched its first LGBT color pieces and figures. This includes a purple minifigure with highly stylized beehive wig, which is a nod to the drag queen. <laughs> a beehive. <laughs> all in the you know in the LGBT color scheme, all their new blocks and people and. They got figures. a beehive on a Lego book. Yes, with a beehive. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. This is so absurd. I mean, I I thought Legos were supposed to be like how you build buildings, right? It's supposed to be. You have little figurines they put with the buildings when you're building the buildings. And now they've made them all in, in uh, multicolor to match the LGBT color piece. Wow. Do they have, are, are these pieces like the one with the beehive? Does it have like really weird out there makeup? I mean, is there, I, I mean, are they going to start turning these into like little Barbie dolls, little transgender dolls? Little this tiny is, wood ones, but they, they're pretty dramatic. They're pretty queer. Wow. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. Way I do have some good news. Oh, lay it on us. Okay. <laughs> with an eye on the fact that since the pandemic began, 150,000 kids in California have failed to enroll. So Laguna Beach and Irvine school districts are setting up summer enrichment programs to help kids get caught up before the fall semester, any kids from any school district. The focus will be to get students ready for their next grade class and to enhance their knowledge of foreign language, handwriting, and music. This is for K-12 kids. Both school districts are doing it for free and free any kids in the state of California. All righty. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. And you got the Cherokee County School Board voted to not adopt the critical race theory uh, as part of its curriculum following a heated debate with 400 parents in the audience who were shouting and screaming for action to be taken. Uh, and where was this? This was Cherokee School Dish- District. Where's that? Uh, in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. 400 yeah. parents. This is what we have to do. We have to push back. You've got to get active. You can't just sit around and complain about what's going on. You have to be aware of what's happening in the schools, and you have to go back and say, no, we're not going to have my white child to be taught that he's racist or that my black child be taught that America is racist and they have no hope of, of achieving anything in this country because of it. It is pathetic. But anyway, that's good news on their part. That's very good news. Plus, the Oklahoma legislature just passed a bill banning mask mandate and the COVID-19 vaccine requirements in schools, any schools in the state of Oklahoma. Here, here. And there's other states considering it, so I think maybe we've got a trend going. Yes, hopefully. Um, Then you got more than two dozen Republican attorney generals are voicing their disapproval of the U.S. Education Department which, of course, uh, Biden runs, mm-hmm. proposed priorities for teaching K-12. to This would include references to critical race theory, systemic racism, and how slavery shaped America in the past and to the present time. They say federal funds should be cut from the, any district going down this path. So these are 24 Republican attorney generals mm-hmm. trying to pressure the federal school education department of making these changes and putting such a rule out. Hopefully they'll succeed, but I don't know. 
Man, I just, I rue the day that we ever had a federal department of education. Education was always supposed to be at the local level. I know. Uh, but hat tip to those attorneys general who are taking a stand. More should. It's shocking that we don't have more than that, but at least we have them. So that's good. We need to, we need to, you know, give them a pat on the back. <laughs> and then also my good, my good news point is President Trump's 1776 committee to oppose the 1619 project that has resurrected and is asking for donations to help defeat school board candidates who continue to push this left wing racist ideology in our classrooms. It's pretty amazing it's just because when Trump got out of office, Biden killed that commission, that committee. Oh, sure. And now the committee on its own has resurrected itself and is actively raising money under the PAC program. They're trying to get $50 million in order to elect uh, people into the school boards who will defeat these points and stop the 1619 project from being resurrected in schools. Wait, did I? Is this Ryan Gerdusky's new PAC? Yes. Oh, I know Ryan Gerdusky. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for. I, I thought I heard that that was in the works. I'm going to have to get Ryan uh, on the show. Yeah, that's fantastic. So yeah, his whole thing is about, I think, about wanting to get people active at the local level, and right. um, you know, recruiting candidates and and, and making sure, though, uh, by the way, that, that as we recruit candidates, that they're actually, um, he's wanting to recruit candidates at, that are on board with um, teaching um, proper curriculum as well as I think he's actually got a curriculum that he wants um, put forth. So, yeah. American history and and other good topics. And the people want to help contribute to this, they have to look up 1776 Project PAC, P-A-C. Got it. Awesome. Look it up, find out all about it, and hopefully make some contribution. Okay, moving on to college crazies, which is always some. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Central Florida University has launched a new graduate degree in social justice, human rights, and understanding what causes inequities. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a graduate degree? It's a graduate degree. Wow. Okay. And, and, it, it, and it's in it's what? A, What's it called? It's a rocket. It's an engineer. You just, geez. This seeks to develop leaders who can influence programs and policy for social change and actually lead demonstrations in the future. Who in the world would pay to have, I mean, master's for graduate degrees, I'm assuming it's like a master's, so it'd be a two-year program. I mean, yeah. who really needs to spend, who really needs to spend two years and about 50 grand, right, to go and learn how to get, do a rally? I know. I, 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 I want to delve into what, what they're actually going to be teaching. It's got to be just, just indoctrination and hate. It's just got to be like a graduate level 1619 project because really, uh, you know, there's really nothing that's of any substance from a standpoint in terms of skill. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll send you the article that has all the detail on it. Yeah. I mean, this is basically just two years of, of steeping somebody in hate. Yeah, it is. And then teach, and then and then and, and then teaching them how to be. I'm I'm curious as to actually how they're going to teach activism and what way. What are they What are they t- teaching? What are they not teaching? But how are they going to coach them and what they're going to do? Go in. Um, I don't know. Lock people inside of a of a courthouse and light it on fire, like Black Lives Matter. Is that what they're going to do? Whatever else. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. Who knows? They think. And then you got a, the St. Louis University plans to cut American Studies as an undergraduate degree. And there's about 10,000 students in their state program that's been in American Studies. 
and they're, they're killing it as of the semester. They've had 10,000 it, it, uh, since there's their um, college or university began that have had that degree yeah. or studied mm-hmm. it. And now they're just going to 86 it. Correct. Yeah, let's just let's just years, yeah, so. let's just uh, wipe history. Uh, you know, uh, anything pro-America, it's actually or, or anything of American history, just completely wipe it away. Yep. This is what school? Uh, this is St. Louis University. You know what? I actually think I drove down the street by when I was in uh, St. Louis for Ed Martin's Eagle Council. I think I oh. went by there downtown when I went to scrounge me up some good barbecue. Yeah, it is downtown. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Shot. That's just. I, that's the I first. Know. I think that's the first college or university that you've reported on that has gotten done away with American studies. Um, let's hope that it's not a trend. I agree. I agree. Uh, so far as other topics, we since 2018, Loudoun County Public Schools in Virginia has spent four hundred twenty-two thousand five hundred dollars for training staff on critical race theory. Most went to a, uh, an organization called Equity Collaboration in Oakland, who reports that they have received $28 million in the past year and a half from various school districts teaching s- teachers how to um, preach critical race theory to their students. Unbelievable. Yeah. Broke, but they're not that broke. No, of course not. They, the, the left always, you know, is willing to borrow money from China, break the backs of the American citizens in borrowing money or um, spending in order to push their agenda. And then, if they actually can cripple the economy in the process using the the theory, the the strategy of Cloward Piven, all the better. I agree. Pathetic. All right, now, Bob, you hold on. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. Okay, go ahead. And uh, we come back. We've got more with Bob Walters. We've got some more stories on Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And we would love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. <laughs> the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Okay, I got two things to giggle about. First of all, Skins gave me an article that now the Wuhan um, scientists are saying they were bit by bats. That's what it was. Maybe Pouchy is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bat, I tell you. Second thing is, a uh, pick on Facebook that Barack Obama's book was seen in a bookstore being sold for two cents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my sister t- commented on Facebook, it's still overpriced. Absolutely. Um, anyway, uh, rejoining me after the break is our buddy Bob Walters here with his education segment every Friday. And he has more and more and more every week to tell us. Hello, dear friend. Welcome back. Thanks for staying over the break. Thanks. It doesn't, doesn't ever end. No. Anyway, um, mathematics is something, of course, pretty pivotal to, as a tool to build big, bigger and better society and to help kids get ahead in, in even their personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it, it's while, this, while discarded by some as humanity's greatest tool, California education officials don't seem to care. They believe math actually perpetuates inequity and thus would be a tool for systemic racism. Uh, that <laughs> they believe that giving accurate grades for good or bad answers gives room for suspe- systemic racism and should be terminated. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. Mistakes are not seen as errors, but as the effect of racism. 
Good grief. So two plus two is five. Well, that's good. But if you make it be four, then you're a racist. Well, how are these people supposed to go through their life, Bob Walters? How is somebody supposed to know that they've been given back incorrect change when they give a 20 to a cashier for something that's a $1.57 and they get back five bucks and they don't know? How are they supposed to be able to figure out their checkbook? How are they supposed to be able to make a budget for their life or figure out whether or not a quote, if if, if they get a job, whether or not? I mean, there's just so many scenarios in life that you have to use mathematics for. I mean, it's not just a tool to help you become an engineer or or any or an architect or whatever. I mean, you cannot live your life if you don't understand math. And I know that part of the left's plan for us is to go to a cashless society. And that's, that's um, you know, part of the uh, reason why they don't care. But you still have to understand basics, uh, the basics of math in order to successfully live your life. This is abusive of the very people that they pretend to care about. It really is. And of course, aside from teaching a lot of the school day uh, sex education and, and the critical race theory, now they're doing away with things like math in an effective sense. Right. Because they, the because students by their ability is also being terminated. Despite the fact that the Fordham Institute of Massachusetts discovered that the more tracks of learning, you know, the bright and the less bright and the, and the dull, there are, it's more, it helps more students to climb the ladder rather than failing. But they're doing away with any division. All students in math classes now, no matter how bright they are, have to sit in the same classroom and learn almost nothing. This, you know, it would be nice if parents could just say, if every parent out there could just say, you know what, I'm going to homeschool my kid or put them in a private school. That can't be our solution for a couple reasons. There's still families that are going to have to, kids are going to have to be in public school. Um, there's, well, there's certain things that you can't, you can't teach your kid at home. You can't, you know, your kid can't participate in forensic debates and there's, there's other things. Another thing is that the left is also doing everything they can to seize control of curriculums in private schools. What we have to do is we have to get active. You have to be going to school board meetings. You have to be, uh, you know, supporting organizations like uh, this, uh, project 1776 project and and start forcing proper curriculum to be done in these schools. And if you are a parent with a child of color and you actually think this is a good idea, shame on you. Shame right. on you because you are participating. And I know that there there's some of the parents out there that, that are happy with this because they're banking on their kid getting a guaranteed job from the government and getting getting pushed through life. Um, but but this is Marxism. This is communism. And it's never worked before. Communism is this is killed uh, between 100 and 200 million people. And it is it does nothing but wreak complete devastation on everybody. But the very few at the top. Yep, that's why we've got to have more activity, get people get ready to pass the petition that's coming out in September for the school's choice initiative, California schools choice initiative.org. Yes. Can check it out. It's coming and, and it will forbid the state to set the curriculum for private, religious, and even homeschooling. Uh, that's right. That's right. Any, uh, anything else for us, Bob, before we wrap on this Friday before Memorial Day? I do. Uh, there's only a few places on earth where radical and, radicals and children <clears throat> burn the American flag, chat death to America. Let's see, that's Tehran, Baghdad, Beirut, Kabul, Kabul rather, and Portland. Uh. The city has elevated white guilt into a civic religion culminating in violence, street militias, and calling themselves anti-racist. 
Research shows that three of the major school districts have begun to replace education with activism. They don't hide it at all. Kids are as young as four have been seen yelling to kill the police on these demonstrations. Wow. The main theme is diversity, equity, and inclusion. <laughs> Sounds wow. innocent, not. No, it's not. It's not innocent. In fact, there's a meme going around showing how uh, violent crimes and murders, et cetera, how they've increased across the country, all in Democrat controlled cities. And in Portland, it was up 800 yeah, percent. Yeah. And um, it, and and I'm glad you did the comparison between what's happening in Portland and Tehran and Beirut and et cetera, because it's absolutely the same thing. That's why the Democrats have partnered partner with the Islamist, because it's all about uh, communism. And um, I, I don't know how I can get people who don't get it to wake up to it. Um, but on, on a good note, uh, good note uh, I, too, Bob, I don't know if you heard that the founder of Black Lives Matter, the woman who spent $3.2 million on four homes in a year, she, she finally resigned because, <laughs> because there was, she, she just found she just couldn't, she couldn't convince anybody that was good. So they, they, finally got, they finally threw her under the bus tires to get rid of her because it was just the stench was too bad. Yeah, they don't know what happened to the $90 million, so other than buying the new house and having a couple of huge parties. Right. Now, they're, well, what they're saying, though, Bob, maybe you don't understand. They're saying they can't really say how else they've spent the money because they don't want to, they don't want to violate anybody's privacy. I can't even say it without joking. <laughs> we can't reveal who, who we've helped because then that, that might, that might be, you know, reveal any privacy. We can't tell who we've helped and how much. Oh my. Uh huh. Anyway. The big donors and the, and the corporations that have poured millions into this group take heed and start asking questions before they give them another nickel. Well, there's a lot of uh, videos that have gone viral around the country of, of black Americans out on the streets going back. back. In fact, I, I think Michael Brown's family and Ferguson were like, Black Lives Matter ain't done nothing for us. They're not doing anything for anybody but themselves and maybe the Biden campaign, because I think I think last year, if you went to BlackLivesMatter.com, it puts you right over to the Biden campaign. So this is also a a convenient way to do some money laundering for the Democrat Party. Right. Uh, Manipulate the people that they pretend that they care about, encourage them to burn down their own neighborhood, raise money off of that. And then it goes to get Democrats elected. Yeah, I heard a lot of this money did end up in the Democratic Party, not from the Black Lives Matter organization. Yeah. But we, none of us have exact details of what exactly went on. I do want to make a point, too, to urge everybody, look up wethekids.com so you can have a chance to get your kids trained at home and the neighbor kids about American history and, and what's good about it and what's what other key things they can learn to make themselves patriotic Americans and and regain their religious focus on the world. Um, WeTheKids.com. All righty. Um, before I came in tonight, I didn't even have a chance to message you about it, to ask you to check into this. Maybe it's something we can look into and report on next week. But I thought I saw on Newsmax mentioned that a teacher's union somewhere here in the U.S. Um, has supported a, a um, boycott of Israel. That's true. You just came out about two, three or four hours ago. Wow. I can look, I can research it out. Research it, it out for us and yeah, let's talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah, so now we've got we've got we've got in uh, we we know in colleges and universities they've been teaching anti-Israel propaganda and um and pro Hamas Palestinian and now evidently that's going to go down into our into our schools. So that's incredibly disturbing. Yeah, let's talk about that next week, Bob, as one of our as one of our topics. That's a deal. Thank you. you. Will you have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, my dear friend? You too. Thank you, hon. 
All right, now y'all stay tuned. We've got a couple of other things to talk about for our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, and including uh, the GOP today, and they're, 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 they managed to stop the uh, January 6th commission. So come on back. More to talk about. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Here's a hero for you, potential nominee. Comedian Russell Brand. Thank you for finding this story, Skins. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great story. Yeah. He slammed. Y'all know who he is. He was married to Funky Dude. Weird, weird looking. He was married to Katy Perry. He slammed the media in his podcast and Big Tech for their coverage of 2020 presidential race. Reading from the Washington Examiner, he accused them of, of uh, conspiring, quote, to keep information away from you because it was not convenient to their agenda. Continuing, for me, revelations that there are financial connections between energy companies in Ukraine, energy companies in China, and the Biden family are troubling, he said. That should be public knowledge, and it's even more troubling that Twitter and Facebook and the media at large deliberately kept it out of the news because they didn't want to influence the election. Now, he's not a Trump fan. And, you know, he said he went on to say that he didn't think Trump was the answer, but he's sad to realize that he can no longer even claim to believe Joe Biden or the Democrat Party might be the answer because look at how they behave. That makes the story all the more powerful. It does make it more powerful because if the, if he was a Trump supporter, you go, well, of course he's slamming Biden. This is somebody who just who wants to be able to make an educated decision for himself. Right. And this is somebody who's just he's kind of a critical thinker. He wants the information out there. He doesn't want he doesn't want uh, um, um, he doesn't want the media telling him what he should think and who he should Same vote for. Joe Rogan, he's very much very similar. Absolutely. Basically, he, the, he basically we got we got a lefty saying the media control the message and control minds, and the media is electioneering with withholding by withholding critical information. And oh, by the way, speaking of Hunter Biden, imagine if Don Jr. or a Trump kid was had an audio that was released like was today bragging about smoking crack cocaine with D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. Oh, remove him? You, you, you know, he needs to be, uh, you know, locked locked away and the key needs to be thrown away. There would not, it'd be all over Every the monitor. It, it, it'd Every be network. all over everywhere right now. You wouldn't be able to, you, it would be playing over the loudspeakers and Vons as you were grocery. How it on up there, Andrea? Not a one. Imagine. They would, they, they would be, they would be working up articles of impeachment right now. If if Trump was still in office and it this was, was out son. about Don Jr., or they'd certainly be wanting to investigate. They'd be saying they'd be saying Trump must be Trump must be the one who has got a lab somewhere making the crack cocaine. You mean frustrated Anderson Cooper's not talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a, a kind of a hero of the week, but more of a stink of the week story. The GOP stopped the January quote commission today, um, but only by four votes because they needed the Democrats needed ten Republicans to vote yes on the commission. They got six. Six rhinos. They got six. It was Cassidy, Collins, Murkowski. Portman, Romney, and Ben Sass. I told y'all Ben Sass ain't no conservative. He never has been. He never will be. Portman, by the way, he says he's not running for re-election. Portman's the guy that they tried to push as some conservative. He was the one that prepped Romney for debates back in 2012. Right? Yeah, well, that's, that's your no surprise. Exactly. Um, no, see, I mean, think about it. That was a pretty close vote. Yeah. Way too close for comfort. And as I was telling some of our um, associates today, that will not be the last time they try and push it through. No. Um, 
This is supposed to be a good news story today that you found for us, where the CDC has said that they're going to loosen mask guidance for summer campers. Well, nice of them, right? Isn't that nice of them to, to not? And they're going to, for, for campers, summer campers for kids, they're, they're going to uh, be allowed to go outside without their masks. Really? So kids and campers are still going to have to wear them inside? Kids don't give it and they don't get it. This is, this is child abuse, Absolutely child abuse. Somebody made a good point today, and I don't even know who it was, a doctor that I heard somewhere, where she talked about one of the issues, nobody else has has made this connection, that children, from the time they're born, are being being taught, um, I don't know how to say this without getting into a whole lot of stuff, Um, children need to be allowed to make decisions about their body for themselves. Right. They need to be they need to be allowed. They need to be also be be raised to believe that they're that they have a voice and a say so in their needs and their wants. Right. They need to be able to say, no, I don't want to do that. Much like that kid over the past week. Exactly. That's a perfect example. He doesn't need to ask for a right to breathe. When a child is not when when a child is raised to believe that their feelings, their needs and their wants don't matter. That's a child who's going to. That's a child who's who's going to be uh, as a girl more likely to end up in a, in an abusive relationship with a boyfriend or man that's going to end up in an abusive relationship. These are people that are that are being raised to devalue themselves, to think that they don't matter. And when you're raised to devalue yourself, when you're raised to think that your feelings and, and, and your needs and your wants don't matter, those are the people who end up being sexually abused, being physically abused never achieving anything in their life because they don't believe in themselves, right? This is this is emotional, mental, and psychological and actually physical and medical abuse being perpetrated on children. And it's and it's one thing to have it being done by the US government for power and for control. But when you're a parent and you allow this or you you participate in this for your child, it's now on you. This is this is not on the CDC anymore for me. There should be no parent out there who believes for at, at all that a mask should be on their child. There, I said it. In fact, somebody else made a good point today that the people that believed in masks, that were wearing masks outside along, how, those are the people that should have been the first in line to be vaccinated, right? And the ones in their car. Right. So, and if you're vaccinated, then why would you need anybody around you to wear a mask? Right? Not At all. Vaccine is supposed to protect you. Right. And kids don't get it. So it, why, would it, why would a child ever need to wear a mask? If you are one that believed in masks outside, Fauci actually said the other day, well, I, I, I admitted that the only reason why he was wearing a mask outside was for Fauci. show. For, was for show. And that, that the risk outside is next to nothing. And yet we still see people wearing masks outside. Why? Because the emotional and mental and psychological abuse. I, I ran out of time. I really wanted hero to. Hero is uh, Russell Brand, Stink is John Cena. My hero or anybody who has and wears the uniform of the United States military. Love you all. Be safe out there. God bless you, military heroes. Love you. See you Monday.